When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to WHM On Screen, everybody. I'm Andrew Jubin, alongside the whole gang, Eric Siska, Steven Zadak, Christopher Cabin. We are here talking about, of course, Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. Now, we'll say up front, if you haven't seen it yet, well, we're just going to talk about this movie, so spoiler yeah. alert, man. Yeah. Spoiler up. alert, my shut, babies. Shut your mouths. Shut so your mouths now. I want everyone to start calling me Supreme Leader Siska. <laughs> okay. Sure. I'm not doing first, that. First off the top. No. SLS. No. Look at that. Well, we've been doing that behind your back ever since you got that huge scar on your face. <laughs> but then we're Sheep. Well, I, I appreciate Sheep. It. Uh, no, I'm <laughs> not doing it. There's also the indentation in my skull, but I'm glad you didn't mention <laughs> it. Everyone needs to stop calling me Jabba Dusadak. I'm fucking sick of it. <laughs> oh, that's that's going to be on your tombstone, pal. <laughs> yeah, Sorry please. to tell you. <laughs> and if it's not, I'm going to get you a tombstone that does say that and put it where your normal tombstone, tombstone is. is. <laughs> you know what I want on my tombstone is pepperoni. pepperoni? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So The Last Jedi is a sure. movie. Sure. It sure is. And it's a uh, great movie. I think it's pretty gosh darn great. Yes. Yeah. I, I, so I, end of on screen. Thank you for all <laughs> tuning in. Uh, we all we all enjoyed the movie. Yes, yeah, I flat out loved it. We're all on board. I loved it the first time. I wound up seeing it again last night. Nice. I really, really loved it. Again. I saw it twice as well. Yes. Very good. Double dipping. A lot of time on my hands this weekend, but <laughs> I it was worth it. I uh, yeah. Is it? This isn't really a place to start, but what the heck? Is sure. it better than The Force Awakens? I think so. I, I think so. I think so. I do too. Okay, and, I, cool. <laughs> and I love The Force Awakens too. And I think The Force Awakens was what it needed to be, which is like this. It's, it, you're trying to get everybody's confidence back. You know what I mean? You had a couple of bad seasons as a baseball team. You know what I mean? <laughs> you like, were in a slump. <laughs> exactly. You got to get everybody back on your corner. You have a you have a big parade, and it's like, oh, these are the things I love. It's like right. it's remember these days. Remember that. And like, it's also a good movie that introduces great characters. But it just is. It's it's a very much like let's get back to where we want to go. There's also there's a, a building of mythology. There's grandeur sure. in Force Awakens. Yes, and like that's something you lose in this. Mm-hmm. And I noticed it, but like there's so much character development done here, and yes. so much like Work. based in the moment, which like, people I think are very much like not realizing. Like they they got to the movie and they're like, well, I want to see, I want to know everything about everything. The expectation is built up in the fan theory garbage that you've been reading for yes, so many years. That's the biggest problem. But but the character development is there, and some people have been saying the the sequence of the casino plan at Canto Bite with Finn and Rose yeah. is useless, which is a very wrong opinion. But like that's it, uh, you, uh, you lose me immediately when you start talking about uselessness in movies like this, right? Because I'm like, 
I like what I like about this movie centrally is it's kind of weird. Yes. Like, yeah. It's a kind of weird movie, and that was the best parts of the original trilogy was that there were weird creatures everywhere mm-hmm. weird shit was happening all the fucking time there's Why? a fucking fish with tits in this <laughs> in this movie I, that fish has like nine tits i think an odd number of tits why i love that sequence though is because i'm fascinated by and this is why i really need to rewatch rogue one because i got a lot of this out of that movie too the world beyond the saga yeah and this is just like here's some shit that goes on in the world of star wars and you know also it's a very important thing because it's this movie making a statement on fucking class shit yes like big time class stuff is happening here when she's like the people on this planet are fucking scum and whatever and you're like what could she mean and it cuts to like the waiter or whatever and you're instantly like oh yeah it's this grandiose whatever the fuck rich people city and they're scum and that's like, <laughs> they're making like a real fucking message in the movie that I'm sure tons of people miss. And we're talking about war profiteering stuff. Like so much of these yeah. movies, we only see the area where the battle happened and the area where the battle will happen. And yeah. that's it. It's kind of cool, like you said, to go into a different area of this world. You also get Benicio Del Toro in this sequence, which I actually really like him in this movie. He yeah. was fantastic. I, I loved him. It's, 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 he's doing a weird like stuttery thing. I, it's been a while since like Benicio has been like normal for a while. It's good to have weird Benicio back. Weird Benicio <laughs> yeah. is like uh, Usual Suspects Benicio. Snatch Benicio. Like, yeah. It's yeah. like, I'm just doing this for me, Benicio. And he's being kind of weird in Guardians. Yes, he is. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. I guess and you he, mean opposed to like but, a Sicario. And he's like he's like a, a, a Han Solo without a heart of gold. Like literally like when yeah. the chips are down, I will walk away from this and be fine. But I'm kind of a nice guy. Like I'll give you back your necklace. You know yeah. what I mean? Like Yeah, exactly. And people were like saying how like, oh, this whole section was useless or whatever, which is totally wrong because Benicio is the one that ends up telling the First Order about the transports. Sure. I mean, it's – and Finn and Rose grow. These characters learn – about failure and being brash boys. You can't always be a brash boy. Well, yeah, the whole <laughs> like all they all fail. Podamerin. Well, well that, it's strategic survival over bombast. Yeah, that's, I mean, like, that's the whole message of the whole thing. Well, Podamerin's whole jam it in and get it done. Like he has two fucking incredibly powerful women mm-hmm. uh, in in Laura Dern and Carrie Fisher telling him like, "Look, man, you're." Your way of doing things is fucking wrong. And I love the whole thing about like all those bombers getting killed at the yes. beginning of the movie. Oh, man. And he's like, look, but we got the thing. And she's like, yeah, but how many people are fucking dead? Well, she has the line like, oh, yeah, dead heroes or something like yes. that. These characters learn things by the end of the movie. Luke learns a lot. Oh, Poe yeah. learns a lot. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, And like they they learn through doing. They learn through like... The experiences this movie gives them, which is something that's you can't say a lot for big blockbustery movies because it's just when's the next explosion? And by the way, the explosions are fucking fantastic in this. It's movie. amazing and they're frequent, but it is <laughs> it is like a difficult movie for some people because like I'm sure when Empire came out, I you know I wasn't born yet, but soon soon I will be on my way. <laughs> there, was, there, I'm sure people read it as a difficult film as well. All your heroes go down. Han Solo is is frozen in a block 
and then you have to wait three years for Return of the Jedi to come out. Right. Well, I mean, I, I think that that's another thing that I like about this movie is it's so unpredictable. Like more yes. so, like like and Force Awakens, like a lot of people threw stones at it because it was so close to A New Hope, beat for beat or whatever. And I'm not going to have that argument. I I don't think it is, but it's close enough, and I do see well, that. Right. But this does this like goes into weird directions and big surprises happen. You're like, wow, that is. Totally fucking up the next. I don't even. What is the next well, movie going to look like? Right, I have no yeah. idea. Well, and that, the world building too. Yeah. Well, yeah, there was uh, the last. I think Force Awakens was a revival of the mythology. Yeah. With new blood and everything, this was a complete rejection of mythology. Yeah, but this uh, is what for the and for the better. I mean that it totally is. But this is what I find totally fascinating. Just from like the light bit of internet digging that I've been doing, mm-hmm. is the same people that were like, eh, Force Awakens. It's just the same thing. Those same people are now complaining that this movie is too different and it's not Star Wars and what did I just watch? You know what, man? I Somebody said this on Twitter. One, one of the film writers I follow on Twitter was like, gosh, I remember the days when people were fans of things they liked. Yeah. Well, what the fuck do you there's, want there's out a of lot these movies, of, There's man? a lot of people, a lot of people like this who they, they, they hook their entire personality onto being disappointed with everything. Yeah. That's a pretty yes. cool way to go through life, so guys. This is, so this has to, it has to be bad. It, can't, it can't be good. Not only that, like the Force Awakens detractors are the same people because also what I was saying about the brash boys is a lot of the movie is about these these young men making sudden decisions without looping anyone in and <laughs> the and people watching young brash boys in the audience are <laughs> expecting that to follow through and win every time just because Anakin Skywalker did or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and it's, right. it's like, it's, it's about failure and you know what? You have to grow up. <laughs> These characters are doing a lot of growing up in this movie. Yeah, totally. And I mean like the, the woman thing is obviously like the, the elephant in the room here. Like a lot of people, not even a lot of people, a lot of, a, a, a lot of noise is being made about like, oh my God, there's so many women in this movie or oh my gosh, they, they totally neutered all the men and all the men that I came to see and blah, blah, blah. Like, since when is it an SJW whatever? Nonsense? I almost choked on my red pill I was taking. And I mean, like, <laughs> honestly, the, if you think it's a new thing that women like Star Wars, you're fucking nuts, man. Yeah. Like, yep. I grew up in a house where I had two older sisters that loved Star Wars so much more than I did. They, they read the books. Like, yeah. they, they know more about that shit than I did they, that shit rubbed off on me because right, that's right. women love Star Wars they always have and they always and now they like actually have a, a bunch of characters to look to as opposed to one that's what's called progress and not just like social progress narrative progress and like mm-hmm. you know everyone views me as the Star Wars nerd on this show and it's like my my wife Amy she she bought she bought a ton of Timothy Zahn books she watched five of these movies in a row with me the, yes. the other weekend to prepare for this like just as much of a Star Wars fan as I. And it's also like, it's representative of the world you live in when half the world is women, when half the fucking, not even, and that's the thing, is I was doing some like numbers, like they're not even half the cast. Like half no. the cast is of the major cast is still mostly men. Like, you know but what I mean? But it's just like, because they're, the ones that are there are making like the big decisions and doing awesome shit. Yeah. yeah. Laura Dern is one of the most badass fucking characters mm-hmm. I've seen in science fiction in a long time and you get it in this you're not getting it in fucking those star trek movies like you're not getting it there you're not getting it in 
Moon with Sam Rockwell. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not getting much in Moon with Sam Rockwell aside from Sam Rockwell. By the way, do you guys know that that movie Moon uh-huh. is the easiest Kevin Spacey movie to fix? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got Christopher Plummer right yeah. in there. Just get Christopher Plummer voicing that computer, oh, man, dude. Do the plumb bot. <laughs> Roll him out. Someone send word to Duncan Jones about that, man. I forgot that he was in that movie, to be honest. So He's yeah. the only other character. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, and the, you know, uh, Laura Dern is awesome. She, like, and yeah, she, but it's also, like, she teaches Poe that lesson. You know what I mean? So Poe is a better character at the end of the movie than he is at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And that's what a fucking character arc looks like. You know what I mean? But yep. they don't want a character arc. Yeah. They just want... It's so funny. It's like all these all these people were talking about like, oh, a Mary Sue, this or that. But yeah. that's what they want. <laughs> yes. That's actually just what they want. They want well, a Marty Sue or right, a Marty they Sam. They don't want it to yeah. be a woman. <laughs> yes. And also people had problems with, oh, I was doing all these theories and thinking about who Ray's parents are and it really it didn't really matter in this movie and I'm mad about that because it should matter how you're born (laughs) because I'm a dude on the internet man and you should fucking be born right I love that turn though more than any of the other fan theories that get water thrown on them Mm -hmm. like oh my who's the real identity of Snoke oh he just got a lightsaber through the gut and it doesn't fucking matter at all which is great but I love that fucking Kylo's just like you've always known who your parents are there's a fucking bunch of junk traders that sold you for shit and by the way they're just buried in unmarked graves back on Jakku hashtag relatable dude that's Popper's grave I see that Seriously. A <laughs> pauper's grave. That's what he says. Yeah. Because yeah. the Skywalkers and these aristocratic families don't really matter. There's been Jedi forever. Mm-hmm. And who says that they have to be from this fucking royal bloodline? And, and if it was the other way around, if she was Luke's daughter or Palpatine's granddaughter, half the internet would roll their eyes and say, oh my God, that was so obvious or i saw yeah i saw it coming and with snoke dying so suddenly and in this movie is great because if they held it for for episode nine everyone would be like oh that's just copying return of the jedi (laughs) (laughs) while we're talking about return of the jedi or while i am i want to mention i want to mention that the so many people are pissed off about snoke because they're like oh i didn't find out what high school he went to and i wanted to point out in the original trilogy, the word Palpatine is never said. Yep. It's just the Emperor. Yeah. Palpatine is from the novelization, and just fan culture you know, started repeating it. You enough. know nothing about him. Yeah. In you, the movies, you, you know, know nothing about him other than he has that power. Absolutely nothing about him. And that's a benefit to the character. And I think it's a benefit to Snoke. It's well, scarier not knowing. Well, that's it's it's interesting that they are able to do because like both Andy Sergis and Laura Dern do so much with characters that don't don't have mythology to them at yeah. all. Pro- likely have, will not have yeah. mythology. I'm sure they will have like expanded universe novels. Some, somebody's writing a book. I know. Shut <laughs> well, up. But, that, but that's where it belongs is my yes, point. Yes, po, of course. Poe Dameron, when he finds out Laura Dern's character name is like, oh, uh, Holdo, I think her name is. Holdo or whatever. Yeah. yeah like yeah. So, so-and-so. Battle of whatever the fuck. Hall Get ready for shirt. season four of Clone Wars. It, right, there's a book. I want. You know what I want? I want them going on a nice date. Because the tension was palpable. 
Well, <laughs> they got bigger things to do. I'm just saying Steve. it, it would have been a steamy scene. Your fucking mind always goes to the gutter. You know who else they. Not the gutter, the romance. <laughs> no, well, the there's, fuck there's gutter. The, I know where you. There's, there's a Welcome fan to the fuck gutter. <laughs> there's, there's sort of like a fan theory or inkling around the internet that I kind of like, I'm kind of into is make Poe Dameron your first gay character. Oh wow! You know what I mean? Like that's what we're missing in these yep. movies. Yeah. You're right. Oh man, that 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 will turn you. You will turn a lot of people to the dark side if you make him the first gay character. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> They'll be marching in the streets. These fucking idiots. <laughs> I think I think it would be pretty. Cool. I know I would be way into it. I mean, yeah. and why not? Like it's it's. Um, I'm actually kind of curious about the quote unquote romances going on because like. And like Finn and Ray sort of had a romantic tension in the first movie, right? Yeah, that's not I, happening. It seems like they've that that's gone, and now that's it's cool. That's Ky- cool. What I, I was wondering if it's going to be Ray is it going to be a, a triangle with her and Rose and and Finn, and then another triangle with no, her Finn and uh, uh, Kylo there? I think Finn is going to get uh, very jealous, uh huh, because she clearly is going to. Tr- I mean, like I, I she wants I, the fuck eyes in this movie are just going crazy. She, she, she whoa, I mean, whoa, 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 hang on a second. Who has fuck eyes for who? Ray has fuck eyes for Kylo Ren. Yeah, big I mean, time. That but this is my thing, though, is I think if the opportunity for a a a Ray Finn thing was mm. gonna like plant any kind of seed, you would have seen it in this movie. Yeah, you have and you to. don't like when when he runs out when she's like they amazingly hug. lifting yeah. all those rocks and whatever. That's just a I'm happy to see my friend hug. Sure, that's right. all yeah. that is. No, and, like, no. They cut in close and they do like a shot reverse shot on both of their faces, and neither of them are like. I'm gonna fuck this. Person. I, will, I will say. I mean, that's it's the, it's the first woman he sees outside of stormtrooper camp. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, that's true. I mean, I think that's probably be part of a it. mature choice. And like, and now he seems to be with Rose, like yeah. as a partner. He kisses in some way. Rose. Yeah. Oh no, Rose kisses him. But yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but and yeah, the, the, uh, Ray and Kylo are doing like these like you up late night texts. I, I, love, I love the way that these things are structured, man. It's like you're hearing a chat room. Yeah, hey. it's so fucking. <laughs> How's your day going? To the point where she does that. There's that great one where she's like, "Will you please put a shirt on?" This is what I realized in the second viewing. Actually, it, this those scenes perfectly set up what Luke does in the end, because what it's showing you is because they very specifically show you that they can see each other, so the Jedi's can project their images throughout space right. and even, time, etc. Luke Skywalker sees Kylo Ren talking to her in real time in that uh, hut. When yeah. yeah, when they touch hands or whatever, and that's when he loses his shit, and like that's yeah. where like that that's why that ending is so cool because yeah. you don't really see it coming because it, the whole movie has been directed in such a way, but it's yeah. it's right there. It's it's great that they keep it sort of like hidden away like that. Here's here's another message for people: uh, if you think because I've read this a bunch of different places, if now. you think that <laughs> if this isn't just me saying this, but if you're one of these people that are like. Uh, uh, Luke Skywalker was squandered in this movie. Luke Skywalker did nothing in oh, this movie. Come on. Uh, bend over and go fuck yourself. You should be barred from watching movies, man. He's because great. I, I've seen so much. Like I this is wasted. I saw. It. Let me let, let me tell you this. I tweeted about this. It's fucking fun as hell. Go to IMDb. Look up the user reviews for this movie. Sort by lowest. Mm-hmm. You will see some of the funniest fucking shit, including a guy. <laughs> He was the man who was, <laughs> who was so fucking upset 
that Luke Skywalker has the great move of chucking the fucking lightsaber behind his back. He was like, you have destroyed 40 years worth of beloved oh, character God. development. He would never throw his lightsaber. First of all, you haven't, you haven't, you haven't seen him in so 30, 30, years. 30 years. And he's evolved beyond the petty squabbles of man, much like Yoda on Dagobah, who's mm. laughing his tits off every fucking day. He couldn't give a fuck well, about the Empire. He couldn't give a flying fuck about the Empire. Well, that, yep. So you know, why should Luke? But do you know why that happened, though, dude? Because in Dagobah, they fucking legalized oh, it. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> fuck yeah, they Legalized it, they have. How is a kite I am? <laughs> I'm fucked up. I believe it when with the, the with his little scene in this movie, which is great. It's I great. loved this. Big question though, was that a puppet? It's probably I, more puppet than not. I think it was fifty fifty, maybe. Yeah, because yeah. like that first shot, I was like, ah, fuck, it's computer. <laughs> but then as you get in there, you yeah. get fucking in that scene. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is either a puppet or. It's very smartly a computer construct made to look more like the puppet than not. Yes, exactly. I think that's yeah, it's yeah. either or. Which, either of those, I think it's fucking awesome. And it's a great scene. It's yep. like it's a really like it's really poignant. It's like something that again you waited thirty years for, like grown up Luke learning one more lesson from Yoda, which is about being a master and how that means failure. You know I, what I mean about like and having to acknowledging lose a, like you're you're a success when you're your student your ward whatever exceeds you yeah passes you that's not even i mean for me it was just seeing malevolent like (laughs) burning that tree just like (laughs) burn it down insurance money will collect (laughs) pays off double if it's a religious site (laughs) (laughs) he says something about how like oh ray's already gotten everything she needed from you which on my second viewing, I noticed on the Millennium Falcon at the end, the Jedi texts were in the yep. Falcon. I didn't notice that at all. Which I, I guess that's when Luke goes into the Falcon in the middle of the night. Oh, I maybe he, ma- he, he he left it for her or maybe she took it before she left. I think she took it because he was trying oh. to burn that motherfucking shit. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. I do love this... Uh, I love, I mean, I just love how this movie looks. Like, I think that Abrams was, and I, I'm actually very glad that he's come back for the third one. Well, because that's going to, it's going to reaffirm mythology. Yes. Like, when he revived it, he let it, like, do its own thing, and now he can rebuild it. Mm-hmm. And I'm ex- I'm excited for that, but I do think this movie visually is so much more impressive than uh, Force Awakens. Yeah. Just, like, some of the shots are, like... A, the space battles are the most exciting I've seen maybe ever in any movie. Like, they so, look really good. Yeah. The, they, they, the they, lightsaber, con- I mean, not lightsaber, the light, the lights, oh, oh shit, hyperspace kamikaze. <laughs> yes. Pretty oh cool. Oh my God. Pretty that's cool. fucking great. Her in the mirror cave, which is really cool. That was great. I like uh, that. And again, that's another thing of subverting expectations where it's like, oh, she's going to go down there and something's going to, really intense is really going to happen. And I've seen people say, well, that's a worthless scene. It's like, no, it's about... F- taking the air out of the balloon a little bit. Like, you know what I mean? Not every uh, 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 pathway you go down leads you to exactly the greatest answer in the world. It's like this thing of like, oh, wow, cool mythology. Nothing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's it's supposed to be deflating, and that leads to other stuff in the movie. Which yeah. is like something being deflating or like the nothingness of the universe. Like, this shouldn't be negatives. Yes. This yeah. is something you really need to grapple with because you are going to die. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah. Or if we're really lucky, man, you just realize that, like, you've done it all. Mm-hmm. You've come as far as your road has been paved. And then you just become one with the force and vanish into everything, mm-hmm. which, which is, is such amazing. an amazing part of this movie. Is he having a heart attack? 
know, man. I thought his robot little... arm is tingling. <laughs> I yeah, I, yeah I, I thought stroke. I, it's just like because obviously like overexerted himself a little bit. Oh, I do you mean, think he then he gets back in that position and he's like, and now it's time for me to go? Yeah, I think okay. he, he's just like, you know what? And now here's the next leg of the journey, man, mm. and just vanished. No, I don't think he was stricken with a heart attack. <laughs> the astral projection, I think, like, yes, he had Took to it use out so much force to yes. do that mm-hmm. that like this is it. Goodbye. I was the funny thing was like, so the first time you see the movie, I I, I was really like surprised that it was a, it was a projection at the end and it, which is oh yeah it's, I a, felt it's a great it's a great twist this this is where i got hit by a bus because i thought it was a projection the whole time well because you notice that his beard is different his hair his, his hair, hair. Well, I, I just thought, thought he, he cleaned, i thought he, yeah, he, I thought he, he was like up. i thought he went to those like frog maids to give me the old razzle dazzle for one last ride no 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 he's like an old like beast creature from a miyazaki movie he's not changing his ways drinking all that milk Oh, yeah, yeah, like he's an was old. Was that crank. a dewback, by the way? No, do oh, do fuck. Yeah, no, those are native. To you can't. That fuck. looked like a green milk more than a blue. It was a bluish green, green. It you know, like green. a foam green. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But oh, no, um, I think yeah, he just like you know, give me the razzle dazzle. You know what I mean? Like it's it's like fucking. He's like Roy Scheider and fucking uh, all that jazz. <laughs> I really <laughs> expected. Yeah, I mean, I that's what I thought too. Because you know, you you see Luke's X wing. Under the water, and even I was, yep. I was getting a little choked up. I was like, "Oh my god!" And yep. I thought I was like, "That's <laughs> oh, what the he cho- flew." The choking, he flew. I was choked up for through eighty percent of this oh, movie. Yeah. Dude, oh, that's yeah. why I had to see it again because I was my asshole was clenched <laughs> this entire first viewing. I was like, "I don't know what's gonna happen." <laughs> and I feel like that's also Jesus. some of the problems certain yeah. fans are having is your expectations are crazy. For Star Wars, I, yes. I, I, see it again. You don't have the benefit of thirty-five years of watching it on VHS. Yeah, right. and, I mean, I will say, like, look, there are legitimate. If you think this movie is too long, you might be right. If yes. you think that the casino thing actually doesn't add anything to the movie, like, it's not. I don't agree with you, but you might be right. You know, you know what, what I mean? Like, no, you might. But not once be you right once you say SJW, I stop listening. Personality. <laughs> that's, that's okay. Canto Byte adds. Something great to Star Wars lore. He added my new favorite Star Wars character. Oh, oh the little the, thing that Mark Hamill no, voices? No, not at all. Oh. The three-second cameo great. of Justin Theroux. Oh, yeah. It was the dapper gambler yeah. who... Master ma- Codebreaker, dude. Master, Master Codebreaker, code also described as a poet with a blaster. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, oh, my oh, God. Oh, dude, get ready yes. for that EU book. It's going to be thick. Fucking pre-order that shit. <laughs> I love the little greedy little. Uh, oh yeah, he looks like a critter from yeah. Critter. Danny DeVito. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Danny DeVito in fucking Space Jam, remind and Mark of, Hamill does the voice of that thing. Remind me of Leprechaun. He did. Oh like, uh, yes, yes, actually, he kind yeah. of did. Yeah, you're totally right. I will also say, I mean, like, I also think like I love all the stuff on Snoke's ship, but between Rose Benicio and uh, and Finn, you mm-hmm. know, like I think that those are. That's a really cool sequence. Phasma has a real like Phasma's the Boba Fett of the series. You know what I mean? Like she that's is. so funny. Is like she's certain exactly fan, certain fans are like, oh, it's, what, so she's just a Boba Fett. It's like okay, so you're citing precedent. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like this is what Star. A lot of Star Wars fans like they get away from Star Wars in their head. It's like no, it's Star Wars. It's goofy. Yeah, it's meant to be goofy. It's yeah. fun. 
then it's dumb. And I, but I also think the rebel scum line's pretty fucking cool, it's man. It's good. Yeah, it's, it's a good, good line, badass. and she she gets her moment. Like she like she's taking blasters. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't get like she she don't give a fuck. I mean, like I wanted more from that character a little bit, but in a Boba Fett way of like, oh, she's so cool. Yeah. I would love to but see yeah. more. But that I feel is another. I haven't seen anything about this, but I feel like. That whole character arc is eating a bit of shit from uh, these fucking uh, adult yeah. babies on the internet because, again, that was one of those like, oh my god, dude, just wait for episode eight, fucking mm-hmm. Captain Phasma, look out <laughs> below. She's in this movie th- for three minutes and is consumed by fire, and it's um, <laughs> it's amazing. Sure. And the yeah. second I was watching it happen, I was like, the internet's not gonna like this. <laughs> But I mean, like, I thought it was great because you know what? A beautiful death is all you can ask for. <laughs> That's exactly right, dude. I want to. I want to leave an exquisite. My corpse. favorite scene of this film, on Snoke's ship, okay, uh-huh. the Praetorian Guard fight. Oh yes. man, Kylo That's... and and you know obviously. You know, Ray and Snoke gets gets cut in half, and then the just fighting the Royal Guards, which is something. I feel like everyone's always wanted to see. Yeah. Top, you know, the Emperor well, had these royal guards. They never fought. It was like a ceremonial thing almost. I think yeah. I think because of the, the the mythologizing that went on and because he's been ki- he gets killed. Mm-hmm. Like Snoke, I thought Andy Serkis did an amazing job in this role. I like, he's I like he really did. good. This vo- this performance, the fucking, it was really menacing. Like mm-hmm. I I actually felt like imposed by him. And for a thing that you only saw on like a holographic projection in the last movie yeah. Yeah. like they made it look really good i will say this and it's a smart move on their part and like you know everyone's like oh my god snoke and like it, it's it's a huge misdirection because kylo is obviously the, the villain of the trilogy and he's the best part of this movie and he's so but it's it's a smart move right you've got thanos who looks like garbage sure does. and then you're like oh why not let's let's go towards a real actor you yeah. know what i mean like and yep. snoke looks good sometimes better than others but looks mostly good but it's like as opposed to like having an actor and a cartoon fight each other how about two real actors talk yeah. and like yep. that's got that's where the conflict comes from sure does it's a smart move yep. yeah and i i really love that scene just for that like for that fleeting second where it's like they are fighting side by side and you can see like how awesome it would be if he did turn. Yes. And like I guess he technically kind of does for you know the enemy with my enemy is my friend thing for a hot, a hot second. Yeah. And then he's like back to, you know, being himself, which is kind of great. But like you get that you get that thing in this movie whereas like with Vader it's really all sort of reserved for Jedi that you get a lot of that stuff and then obviously right. he's turned back right at the very end. Yes. But like in this it's like oh second movie you see that that is there. Aside from people being like, I know there's good in you. Yeah. I've seen good in you. This is like, you see it happen for like a split second. But he's also the worst person in, in the world oh, by, yeah. a, by a lot. Speaking of almost turning, the the, the I actually really like the flashbacks with Luke Skywalker about, about yeah. to kill Ben Solo. My question is, so there's this, um, the first cut Johnson did was about three hours. And that got cut down to this. Release it. Are, yeah, are, that's my question. Are we ever going to get those? Well, they said so. that there's going to be a lot of deleted scenes on the Blu-rays. Well, that's what I'm buying uh, because I'm just I'm curious. Like there's I want to know. Like he said, there was a big Ray scene that got cut from this that they're going to probably actually try to add in for the next for the director's cut. Like I I have no problem with that thing. Like. I, the whole like you got to go to a different menu and just like watch nine things mm-hmm. removed from the film. Eh. If they're worth it enough, like I'm sure there's a bunch of stuff for Star Wars. Yeah. Like, just 
make a cut of it. Put it all back into the movie. Yeah. I'm at home. I can watch it <laughs> yeah, over where, two where nights. Where am I going? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I, I do love the the flashback of the Jedi, Te- Jedi Temple. I would like a little bit more. Like th- th- These are the things I kind of want a little bit more of, but I don't necessarily think it's a fault of the movie. One, I want to kind of know a little bit more about Snoke. Just that's just me. I would also like a little bit more of what happened to the other students. Like, there's yeah. the Knights of Ren we've heard about? Question mark. I think that are, has is that who they to are? Come up in, in episode nine of some yeah, way. we're all his buddies. He he killed all the other students, but he left with some of a them, handful, and that is presumably right. the Knights of Ren. That's a question mark. And I also like I'm still a little unclear, like where the First Order came from from the ashes of the Empire. Like, But that's more of a political yeah. thing and maybe I'm we'll never reading, get that. That's okay. They, they put out a, an EU canon trilogy of books by Chuck Wending. I think I might be saying his name wrong. I don't really remember. Uh, but he's popular beyond Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, he wrote Moby no, Dick. <laughs> so Darth Ishmael. <laughs> no, so I'm reading the second book right now. Um, and it gets into that. It gets into like, oh, the ISB, which is the white uniform guys from Rogue One. And uh-huh. um, mm-hmm. it's kind of becoming a bigger thing in the larger EU now than rebooted EU. Uh-huh. And they're like controlling Coruscant. And all the other fractions of the Empire are splintering and dissolving. And there's power grabs. And they're all just like disjointed. Yeah. So um, and in in this novel, part of the Navy actually rescues Hux's father, who's teaching at an academy. Fred Hux. Yeah, Fred Fred Hux. Fred Hux, nice to meet you. (laughs) Yeah, how you doing, Fred Hux? And and his son. Yeah, my son's British. I don't know. I don't know. His. I was gonna say, is it Brendan Gleeson doing an American accent? (laughs) Yes. That muttering his. I don't know. (laughs) Sorry. And in the yeah, it's actually yeah. So anyway, the this. Little little Hux is also rescued in okay. this operation, okay. and uh, he's like his illegitimate son, oh. which means which makes the when when I was watching the movie now, Poe Dameron mentions Hux's mother. Uh, I was like, oh, holy right. shit, that's like a fucking dig that <laughs> that no one else knows but me. <laughs> Low blow. Yeah, I, I actually I love I love I think that there's probably going to be some more power grabby stuff between Hux and Ren in the next movie. Yeah, dude, D- Donald Gleason in this movie fucking killed it. it he's he gets what's going exactly. on, and it's, a, it's so entertaining to watch him in this movie. Oh, yeah, he's chewing on scenery left and right. I mean, like, literally, he is the only Star Wars villain that could probably be thwarted whilst giving a speech and a cake falls on him. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm ruined! Like, and I, I would be totally okay I if would, that's the I end of Hux. It. See, this thing is, like, I saw, also read people complaining about Hux. Like, oh, he was so threatening in the first movie, and now he's, like, a joke, and it's like... Yeah, he wasn't that threatening in the first. Yeah, movie. but it's like that's the thing is like, I'm sorry, but getting up on a pedestal and doing hate speech is cartoonish. Yes. You are being a clown, mm-hmm. yeah. and you're gonna be yeah. you're gonna get a pie in the face. <laughs> oh my god! So what do you, what do you guys think of the comedy in the film? A lot of people were hating it, like the Poe Dameron well, Hux communique. Again, at the oh, school. I thought that was great. Again, I, love I, it. Liked, I love it. Again, I liked all of it because that's what I liked about the original trilogy. Again, is that they the most movies. the the there, stakes there because jokes you've, you've added movies. you've added the stakes to those movies over so many years mm-hmm. of yes. seeing all the other movies and knowing all the other shit. They at the beginning they were just funny action science fiction movies. Well, because yeah. also you forget because who could 
you know, want to remember these movies, but the prequels are so fucking self-serious. And, you know, I mean, sometimes they're accidentally hilarious, but they're not meant to be. But, I mean, dude, that original trilogy has a line in where a man says to a fucking nine-foot dog, laugh it up, fuzzball. I also, my favorite line of all of Star Wars is when Chewie is really bitchy to Obi-Wan Kenobi, where he goes, and then, like, and then uh, uh, Han just goes, you said it, Chewie. Where did you dig up that old fossil? <laughs> so like Chewbacca's just calling him an old fossil behind his back. It's <laughs> great. It's great. But no, those these movies are funny. This movie was very funny. And yeah, like, but I don't think it's ever at the expense of the movie. Nobody farts. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Like yeah, people exactly. say witty things and humorous occurrences happen. And guess what? Mark Hamill's really fucking funny. So he's gonna be funny in this of movie. Of course he is. And, he, and can like, we talk about Mark Hamill for a second? Of course. I was I I would like to. I just wanted to quickly mention that. Yeah. I see parallels to Yoda. Yoda is fucking funny in yeah. Empire yeah. Strikes Back. Yeah. That is a fucking a comedy. That is a comedic performance. Can we recognize that? It's That's the, old- the thing is he's a crank. He's yes. a, and like this is uh, somebody had a great tweet about this about how they the, the famously the Hidden Fortress Akira Kurosawa yeah. that was a huge influence for the first one. They're saying yeah. they pulled stuff from all other kinds of Kurosawa movies for this. And it's true. Oh, yeah. Like the old like drunk characters, like that's what he is. Yeah. yeah. He's like Sanjuro or Yojimbo. He's got that thing. Yoda at the end of the day is a fucking Muppet that's in a Star Wars yes. movie. <laughs> Muppets by their nature are hilarious. <laughs> that's how it works, man. Uh but no Hamill Mark Hamill in this movie so exceeded my expectations. Yep. One, because I, I didn't think he was going to be in it that much. Mm. Like, again, I thought it was just going to be like, he's kind of here. Like, when she leaves uh, 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 the island, like in the Falcon, when yes. Ray just is like, all right, fine, fuck it. Yeah. I was like, all right, well, I guess that's probably it with Luke Skywalker. But, like, even in those scenes, and when he, the fucking end thing, I mean, please, my God, yeah. it's fucking great. But, like, Mark Hamill kills it in this movie. Yeah. And it's like, I was thinking about it. When I saw that movie Brigsby Bear that he's in earlier this year, which oh, is like, yeah. it's a pretty funny movie. He's he's good in it. I'm watching Mark Hamill on screen and I was like, oh, like later this year, I'm going to see Mark Hamill play like his biggest role mm-hmm. on the big screen again. Yeah. Like I, and I was like, I wonder what that's going to be like. Yeah. You know, because the last movie doesn't count. And mm-hmm. all we know of this character and how Mark Hamill portrayed him is shit from 30 mm-hmm. years ago. And he was so goddamn good in this movie. So the the right balance of everything you need this character to be, yeah, he's he was got, there to do. He's it. got gravitas. He's uh, like everything that he says has a like the right kind of emotion to it. Like I love the idea that Luke is having kind of a crisis, not even a crisis of faith, but like has come to this realization. Like, yeah, guess what? Whenever we make a Jedi, there's like a 50-50 chance he turns out to be fucking super Hitler. So maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll stop doing that. Maybe for we should a- stop doing it. Yeah, With so exactly. many super Hitlers. And like, he's got that great thing where he's like sitting by the, the pool of water and he is like, hey, by the way, uh, the history of the Jedi mm-hmm. is basically failure. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, uh, we tried to fucking make this one dude a Jedi and he turned out to be fucking Darth Vader and mm-hmm. almost destroyed the galaxy. So that's pretty cool yep. on the part of the Jedi. Thank you very much. We're done with super Hitlers. We've yeah. had a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I thought he was really great. I thought his he was- fucking, um, I loved it, man. His, it's a fucking, it's great because it's a Han Solo line, mm-hmm. technically. When he fucking says to Kylo at the end, "See you around, kid," yeah, and he oh, vanishes. Yeah. 
Fuck, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Fuck me, that is awesome. <laughs> it's really great. Yeah. It's so, so good. It's I, so fucking His scene with God. Leia and Carrie Fisher, obviously, like, that's, like, kind of the weird... I mean, there's a lot of tragedy with the fact that Carrie Fisher is gone, but, like, clearly they wanted her to be th- in all three movies. Yeah. Clearly, yeah. like, yeah. The, the arc was going to be her story, kind of, like, a little bit. Yeah. And now, I don't know what they I do hope they here. Don't, I hope they don't Tarkin her. Well, they've said that they weren't going to do that. They've come they, out and said they that they say will a lot of things. They do say <laughs> they don't, don't they? Yeah, I don't. Know. I, I don't I kinda, think Abrams would do it. Yeah, that does not seem like something he. I mean, the, maybe his overlords would force it, but <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, but the one thing is, like, you can't. Cause the I power like, of this computer platform is fully <laughs> operational. This second movie, I think, for the most part, pretty much. Picks up right where the last one left, yeah, up, more yes. or less, because mm-hmm. like Finn's still recovering, yeah, yeah, you know, or whatever. Um, I just feel like this next movie, you're not picking up on the fucking Falcon, like no, yeah, it's clearly it's, something. Some time's gonna pass. I, 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 I really hope so. I don't want a direct sequel. I want, I want some time to pass. Well, I mean, I have no idea what this movie's gonna look. And that's what's so great is they kill Snoke, so Snoke's gone, right. I don't know what's going to happen in this next movie. Like, you know what I mean? It's not like, oh, all I have to do is kill the baddie and that's the end of it. It's like, well, yeah, you got to get Kylo Ren, but like, what does that look like? What happens? Yeah, what is what is he doing? I mean, that's what's fucking great is like this movie ends in a way that's like, well, let's figure it out. It's mm-hmm. There's nothing about the end of this movie is like, well, they're going to do this next thing. Mm-hmm. You know, or like, well, they have to do blah, blah, blah. Like, none of that yeah. is set up. There's nothing. And I, I love uh, the scene of her floating in space and coming back. Oh, like, man, I love that. It, it, you, you want a to weep, man. A lot of people don't like that. I know. How yeah. could she do it? How on earth? I mean, look at some fucking Star Wars movies. Everybody's got oh, super God, who cares? Yeah, like... <laughs> One, who cares? Two, it's Star Wars, I so could who cares? see it goes on a little long. It's kind of a fake out. I actually... I was thinking she was going to die in yeah. this oh, movie yeah. when I went to the theater. Mm-hmm. And, like, I... Knew everyone was saying like, "Oh, she was supposed to be in all three. And I was like, "Yeah, they're, they're probably still gonna kill her now or yeah. something." I thought this was like a course correction. Yeah. Oh, you think so? Uh, no, it's oh, like not. they were gonna. Yeah, they, that's Be- what I was thinking before she would before she like goes back into the ship. Yeah, when it when she gets sucked out, I yeah. was like, "Oh, I will that's say how they got around that." I think crudely. It- Goes on a little too long, sure. but um, what? Just if, this, the shot of her flying back into the ship. Yes, yes. I loved but it, man. I thought it was so beautiful. If your biggest problem with a Star Wars movie is yeah. that someone could survive in space for a few minutes, like, come on. Yeah, I mean, it's that's, not a few minutes. It's like a few seconds. Yeah, sure, sure, whatever it is. Uh, yeah, also because they're a bunch of fucking mystical space yeah. wizards. So let's come not on. forget that. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Chris says. <laughs> Stuff, I mean, like it's such bullshit. Like, who cares? Like, it, it, um. So, I mean, we all clearly like liked the movie a lot. Here's my question: Any hardcore beef with this movie? You know, I was, I was. Steve already listed his grievances. Yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 those are my grievances. I kind of want a little bit more out of some things, but I don't. Well, things really that you fa- wanted, right? Yeah, but fa- I'm talking about you were like, yeah, that didn't work. I honestly don't think so. Like the the second time I saw it, I wound up liking it a lot more. Mm-hmm. I had those like, oh, the the Casino Planet. Yeah, again, like, is it does it necessarily belong in this movie? I think I'm fine with it living here. It, it works in all the ways we've said it it's works. Like but it's like Cloud City. It's like Cloud yeah. City. It yeah. shows us. Like Cloud City was like this kind of a rich mining town that had nothing to do with the conflict for a while, and it's it, I, I love when they come they they show us other locales yeah. Yeah. because I don't want like 
Imperial occupied planets, rebellion planets, yeah. whatever. Like, show me something else. How life show me, works. Yeah. Show me what's going on in the rest of the universe. And I actually exactly. wound up liking the last shot a bit more uh, in the second time around. Like the last oh, shot I of the kid. It was great. It, it, and it is great because last, it, it, last shot of the what? Of the kid with the with the broom and the oh. whole thing. And like, I actually like it, it. It was like, oh, that that strikes the right note. You well, know what you, I mean? You, I mean, everybody caught the thing, right? Well, yeah, he's yeah, got yeah. he's got force power. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. yeah. It's. I mean, it's subtle enough. No, no, it, it I, is. I, I can imagine. And, and this goes to it. the class again. Like the most lowborn, yeah, can right. show, can achieve this power. And I like yeah. that Luke Skywalker has turned into a folktale too. Like that's sort of what yeah. that scene is. It's yeah. like a Luke Skywalker bachi patrol. And like you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah, just saw this character die, and everyone's like, man, it's like, oh no, he lives on in all of our hearts. But that's also like the way that they just to go back to his his uh, you know becoming one with the Force thing mm-hmm. or becoming the Force is like. The way that that is all set up and him doing exactly what he was doing when we met him in 1977. Oh, oh, looking at the sun. Yeah, looking was... at the sun, dude. I fucking started crying. It's oh, like, sure. it's so, per- not crying, but it's I, you know, well, yeah, a little bit. You know, it's like Kevin's laughing at me, this fucking <laughs> yes. heartless fuck yes, over here. that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm laughing at you and I'm demeaning you. <laughs> no, but like, it's just, it's so amazing because he's looking at it and I feel like part of the, you know, the great part of you know Hamill's performance is like you can see him looking at that and recognizing like ah this reminds me of sons I used to look at yeah. and like I've done it I've completed my yeah. mission he starts out you know this is fucking you know useless water farmer or whatever he's doing and moisture like, farmer oh pardon me please uh, harvesting same, the moisture and whatnot same, same fucking shit Luke uh, you better get that sweat Luke <laughs> we need some sweat. Clean the sweat trap. Luke, Luke, mopping his forehead. This isn't salty enough. (laughs) You call this sweat? (laughs) From those days, man, harvesting that sweat. He wanted to be someone and make a difference in the galaxy. Yeah, and he fucking did it, dude. Totally, it's it's so amazing. It's it's a really beautiful arc. I no, I I have nothing to say about that. Uh, My beef with the movie, not for nothing, is uh, I wanted a little more Chewbacca. Yeah, I I will kind of bummy. I would like a little more Chewbacca. I would like... A, I, a, I want him to eat that fucking porg like an apple in front of everybody. Yes, I want him to <laughs> just, eat the porg. I thought it was the fine amount of chewy. I, I just... I loved all the comedy with that, though. It's like the one screams, and then he's like, oh, pardon me, and he turns around to eat it, and there's another one I thought the porgs were kind of great. Like, porgs I are thought awesome. They was built up to, to such a way that I was like, oh, these are going to be like Ewoks or whatever, which is fine. I still like Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. But... It was it was way more downplayed than I expected, which was great. Yeah, I like yeah. those crystal foxes, man. Those were really cool too. Cool. Yeah, I well, like that's that. The, I, I love the creatures. Just like yeah. thinking about that and populating the world. Like I again, I because I kind of knew that he was a projection. That thing felt anticlimactic to me. Yeah, maybe that will feel better on second viewing. I'm sure. Not, I'm, I'm you know we'll see how it goes. Okay. I'm still again and again the last. Uh, shot it did feel like the end of a Disney marketing reel um, <laughs> I mean but maybe yeah I mean like I I have these are minor quibbles sure uh, especially for a blockbuster that I'm always going to have some quibbles with well that's I mean you got to think about the other blockbusters that we've seen this year we just recorded an episode on the fate of the Furies. yeah fuck so sake. yeah I mean this is Leaps and bounds beyond all of that. It's leaps and bounds beyond Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah. it's just it is. I feel 
in another class. It's exciting. totally alone. Yes, yes. It's, it's exciting. It's different. It's it was surprising. I was I I did not expect to be totally surprised in this movie. Like anyone who any name that came out of Kylo's mouth would have like you know who your parents are. And if it was anybody other than nobody, I would have been rolled my eyes. Like oh okay, it's right, right, right. What if it was? I mean, like what was it, Chewbacca? <laughs> Can we get Lando Calrissian in this fucking last movie? Can we? I would love Billy that. Billy D. Williams is still acting, ladies and gentlemen. Is and he? he? Yeah, yeah, and he looks great. You know, I mean, I just like get him in. Like that, we're we're sending beacons out to all over the world, all over the galaxy to find re- rebel help. Well, I know some people who helped me a long time ago. Come on, Lobot Two. <laughs> <laughs> Lobot One died. Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah, dude, that was brain cancer. Dude, <laughs> If we do like the scroll and then we suddenly pan down to Lobot One's grave and like Billy oh, D's wow. at it, like having a <laughs> having a drink by it, I would love it. He's pouring out some space forty five mm-hmm. all over it. Absolutely, <laughs> man. Poor Lobot. Was there some expectation though that he was gonna be in this movie? Because oh, I no, saw no. I saw you joking about it, but I saw several people that were complaining, like you mentioned code breaker. Yeah. Where well, the fuck I was I mean, Lando? I think they just assume that he's gotta be in it at some well, point. Again, why not? Dipshit yeah. expectations. So Admiral Akbar dies. A lot yeah. of you know, By the all, way, you know what? No, where is the funeral? Where is the, I want There's seven nothing minutes. to bury, dude. I want a 7-minute funeral for Admiral Akbar. <laughs> well, Eulogy they, by Mr. They Luke take, Skywalker. They take they take on <laughs> doesn't get a funeral, but Admiral Akbar does. They take all of his little fish pieces and put it in a fishbowl and feed it to other fishes. <laughs> Just the little flakes that's all that's left. <laughs> but Nee Nub Yes, survives this movie yet again. Hasn't aged a day, by the way. He was the (laughs) co-pilot. Nub looks great. Uh, Solstons, you know, they don't age as as like as like we do. Oh God, you Um, know what they are. But he was the co-pilot with Lando Calrissian. So if anyone has a line on this guy, oh, that's right. (laughs) Let's see where he's at. They took out Death Star Two, motherfucker. Oh man. But yeah, no, I mean, like, yeah. If anyone's got a line, get that. I I mean, yeah. I mean, like, it's not a quibble. I, I just think. Billy D is kind of important to this franchise, and mm-hmm. you give him a little something if everybody else is getting something. So is Peter Mayhew retired? He wasn't Chewbacca. Did you notice the saddest fucking credit in this movie? No. In loving memory of Carrie Fisher. No. Oh, that was the saddest credit. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a pretty sad credit. <laughs> the thing that, well, it was the most amusing credit, I guess. Motion uh, cap by Andy Circus. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, uh, Peter Mayhew was credited as Chewbacca consultant. Oh, that's cool. You know what, dude? Give him a check. Yeah. <laughs> but why? Is he just like... He's, I mean, he's too old. He's I mean, too old? He's like, How I mean, old like, is he? He's got to be in his late 60s. And I mean, it's different. Those people age a little differently. And like, oh, you know, the, the super tall? Yes, exactly. Like, he's enormous. Yeah, like, like Andre sure, the Giant. Yeah, like, I'm <laughs> sure he's not as limber as he used to be. Like, it's, right. It's tough to get around. It's probably a little easier. Not but that's to- what's funny, though. In this movie, Chewie's fucking sitting by the campfire. He's in the cockpit. Yeah. Great piloting by Chewbacca. Absolutely. In those yes. fucking salt caves, by the he way. He was doing some ace driving. It was great. It I was loved great. it, dude. I mean, that whole salt planet sequence is just so cool. stunning and so cool look to look at. That's the thing, apparently, that people were saying, and I got to check it out when I rewatch it, which I will uh, in theaters, which is that you can tell... It's a projection because Luke's feet don't make the I, the salt right. move. I it did want to. It was just the haircut. <laughs> it was just the haircut. The I haircut thought is... that he wanted to be presentable yes. for what he thought Ooh, was going to be his own funeral. Old bugger! Like just 
No, but please, it's, just because you bathe three times a week doesn't mean everybody else has. You're to. gonna say goodbye to your sister. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like maybe. <laughs> no, no, no. You want to go kill your nephew? You're gonna get a haircut to kill your nephew. Oh, all right. Yeah, dude. No, all it all rings wrong to me. <laughs> I also think that you know Luke's side of the story, you know, which is sort of the ultimate true side of the story, maybe like still a little bit of bullshit. He wants to kill that kid. Well, that's what's I loved the Rashomon oh, no, yeah, yeah, that yeah, whole yeah. thing. Like it's very cool. Oh, you know, he wants to kill that fucking kid. I mean, like, oh, please, but I please, please do kid. not fuck with the, the ultimate kid. ending. Is really great. It's where it's only a moment of of like uh, of doubt, and then he feels shame, and like, and he plays that so well. Like it you does. see it in his face. It's amazing. And he just gets caught leaving the lightsaber on. I mean, that's the problem. <laughs> Once you realize you're not going to kill someone with a yeah. lightsaber, turn it off immediately so they don't get Dude, the wrong idea. Keep the safety on until you're ready to use it. <laughs> it's a loud and bright thing to break out. You know what I mean? You're going to wake somebody up. That's true. I mean, you could always just put like a pillow over his head and use a blaster, too. Yeah. <laughs> One of the hippest parts of this movie is Kylo Ren catching the lightsaber and turning it on in that dude's fucking face. Oh my oh, gosh! Amazing. Awesome. Yep. Amazing. Awesome. Amazing. All right. Parting parting shots for for Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. Yeah, I mean, uh, like I, I think that there are. I I rank this really high. I like it better than Force Awakens, even though to Chris's point, I think I do think. Uh, Force Awakens feels more like a, a real Star Wars movie. If you want to say it breathes like a Star Wars movie breathes, and the beats feel Star Warsy. This is just really exciting and different, and is Star Wars, but in a different way, which I actually really appreciated. I think people will remember this more like Empire. It, Empire doesn't really have the same DNA as yeah. Star Wars: A New Hope does, right? Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. Jedi, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, obviously, I like this movie. And this is my fourth favorite Star Wars movie. There you go. So, yeah. it might be. Yeah, I think it's there for me, too. It's and then Force my... Awakens is my fifth. So, it's probably my third favorite Star Wars movie. Above Return of the Jedi? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I like it I can more see than that. Return of Jedi. Um, yeah. And, like, I, I think it's got its own flavor. Ian Johnson, I, uh, Ryan, jo- I don't know how you say I it. I believe it's just Ryan. Ryan Johnson. He did a great job. Uh, Rai Rai. Rai Rai. <laughs> Big old Rai Rai. Yeah. And I do think, yeah, I mean, there's the difference of in the first one, you have to have these big, like, lines Mm -hmm. and, like, speeches to ground it back in it. And now you can give them back to them, I think. Yeah. Also, I do appreciate how in this movie, what what Finn and Rose really learn is don't park on the fucking public beach. What are you doing? Yeah, dude, never do that. People on beaches are going to be dicks about parking. Is that one guy, Carl Urban, the, the Southern? I was kind of curious. <laughs> uh, I read something today. I don't know if it's true that it was Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, really? Oh, uh, he has a credit in the movie, yeah. so maybe that was him. But also rumored to be playing Stormtroopers are uh, Prince William and Prince Harry, among other and secret Stormtroopers. Tom Hardy, too. Yes. Edgar yeah, yeah, yeah. Wright was like a mechanic. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, like so out of a... a like, like you can for see the space? rebellion, I think. Oh, that's, that's pretty interesting. If there's a um, some kind of a space toilet that like you know Finn has to go in and try and find something, and like one of the space toilets is uh, is being used by some disgusting monster, I'll play that disgusting. Oh, one. guaranteed. Yeah, chupa chupa means occupied. You do a great job at that, dude. You will even use the three seashells. <laughs> I will say that while we all love this movie, I know that there are people that do not, which is fine. I will say it is not fine if you dislike this movie because women are doing shit and there's fucking black people and Asian people doing shit. You can go fuck yourself.
yourself straight Absolutely. into Steve's fucking shit toilet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely, no, exactly. There are valid criticisms to this movie. Sure, I don't. I I really loved it, but yeah, that's not it. I don't and, need to be in a theater for three hours for Star Wars. Thank you very much. That's my biggest complaint. This movie's too fucking long. Yeah, I feel like it, <laughs> moves, sure. it moves way faster on the second watch. You know, I will say that I didn't feel it, but I just got out and I'm like, "What fucking time is it? Yeah. Come on, Star Wars! That was more I got things to do. It's Sunday." <laughs> <laughs> that is WHM on screen for Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Until next time, I'm Andrew Jupin, Steven Tadek, Chris Cabman, Eric Siska. Take it easy. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>